الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن اعبد الناس او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم This is the grace and the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. This is mercy, His kindness. That He has blessed us with the greatest gift of Iman. Allah Ta'ala's special bounty on that is that has allowed us to perform our first salah, our isha salah with jama'ah. All these are great ni'mads and bounties for which we should be ever grateful to Allah Ta'ala. فَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ فَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ Allah Ta'ala says, if you are grateful, I will increase my ni'mads, my bounties, my favors. We often confine the understanding of this ayat to material bounties. That for the material bounties, if you are grateful, then you will get an increase in it. Indeed, every bounty is included in this. But more than the material bounties are the ni'mads of deen. Somebody has been blessed with the tawfiq, with the ability to perform one salah. That is a bounty beyond all the bounties of dunya. That is a favor of Allah Ta'ala which is worth more than whatever this world contains. This whole world and what it contains. Let alone that, once subhanallah somebody recites, that tawfiq and that ability that Allah Ta'ala gave a person to recite one tasbih, one subhanallah. This is worth more than whatever our eyes can see, whatever our minds can imagine. Sulaiman was flying on his throne with all his entire entourage and wudu'uha shahru wa rawahuha shahr. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with this flying throne. The Quran Sharif speaks about it. That it would cover the distance of one month in one night. And it will cover the distance of another whole month in one morning. And he was on this throne and flying in the air with all his army, etc. And one person, simple person, farmer, standing in his field, saw this and said, Subhanallah, what a thing Allah Ta'ala has blessed Sulaiman with. The winds conveyed this to him and he ordered that this throne be brought down to the ground. It was brought down. So he called for this person and he said, what did you say? He, this poor man thought I said something wrong. Perhaps I am now in trouble. He said, I didn't say anything wrong. All I said was, subhanallah, what a great blessing Allah Ta'ala has blessed Sulaiman with. So he said to him that this one, subhanallah, you said. You exclaimed, Subhanallah, in amazement, your one Subhanallah that you exclaimed is worth more than the kingdom of Sulaiman. So the thing is to appreciate these gifts, to appreciate these bounties, that ability that Allah Ta'ala gives a person to perform some righteous deed. And the sign of the acceptance of one righteous deed is that a person gets the tawfiq of doing it again. 
person who is blessed with the tawfiq and the ability to do it again, this is a sign that inshallah the one that was done before it was accepted. When a person goes to visit somebody and he is welcome, the host was happy with his coming and he calls him again. And he invites him once more. The person who has come to the house of Allah Ta'ala and then Allah Ta'ala allows him to come a second time, inshallah the time he came the first time was accepted. So he got invited to come again. So this is the gifts of Allah Ta'ala that we should be very grateful for. These are far beyond the gifts of dunya. That too is ni'mad. That too is a bounty. But the gifts of akhirat, the gifts of deen, these are far beyond. The gifts of dunya cannot compare to it in any way. In any case, the surah of the Quran Sharif that we recite in every rakat, of every salah, every person is hafiz of, every child knows the surah. This is the surah, surah al-Fatiha, which is at the beginning of the Quran Sharif, which is Ummul Quran, which is the mother of the Quran Sharif. The entire Quran Sharif, whatever is contained in terms of the principles, you will find the summary of it in Surah Al-Fatiha. The rest of the Quran Sharif expounds it, opens it out. The rest of the Quran Sharif gives the details of it. But the entire summary of it is in Surah Al-Fatiha. And every salah, every rakat, how many times in a day a person is reciting Surah Al-Fatiha. So there is a very deep message in this, a very deep lesson in it. Therefore, this is something that without it, a person's salah won't be complete. He performs salah, he doesn't perform, he doesn't recite Surah Al-Fatiha in it. Then that Surah Al-Fatiha, if he misses it out, he is performing his own salah and he misses it out, that salah won't be complete. And the Imam leaves it out, that nobody's salah will be done. Person is behind the Imam, the Imam's salah recitation will suffice for him. But this is how important the surah is. So this surah Allah Ta'ala has given us a very deep message in it. It starts off with Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Every praise. Any praise. No matter who is being praised or what is being praised. All that is due to Allah Ta'ala alone person is praising a painting, it's not the painting that he's praising. He's praising the artist. The painting is a painting. Painting cannot, it didn't come by on its own. It was the artist's hand. So though he says, what a wonderful painting, he is actually praising the artist. A person praises anybody in dunya. MashaAllah, this person did this or that person did that. Or anything that he's amazed about, he is in reality the praise is due for the creator of that person who was then enabled to do that. Otherwise, on his own accord, person can do nothing. He is not able to shift or move a finger to bat an eyelid. He is incapable of doing anything if it is not for the grace and the mercy and the help of Allah Ta'ala. So any praise for anything, this is due to Allah Ta'ala alone. And the more that a person becomes conscious of this, he makes this settle deep down in his heart, the more he will become a grateful servant of Allah Ta'ala, and he will be saved from pride, from arrogance,
from any kind of conceit that I am somebody, I am something because he realizes I am nothing without the help of Allah Ta'ala I cannot even walk one step I can't bat one island what am I? who am I? what right do I have to boast over anything? what right do I have to be proud over anything? everything is purely the gift of Allah Ta'ala so the more a person establishes this deep down in his heart and we are reciting this in every rakat of every salah Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone now, Every rakat we are repeating this We are affirming this But we don't take the message and the lesson deep down in our hearts It is only Allah Ta'ala's help, His grace, His mercy That we are able to do anything So a person now who is conscious of this He may be driving the best car But that won't bring one iota of pride in him because he is conscious this is not my achievement. It is no doing of mine. It is purely the gift of Allah Ta'ala. If Allah Ta'ala wills, Tilkal That sometimes things just turn overnight. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Overnight things can turn. And how many places in the world it has happened? Overnight things turn. A person, one neighboring country once, while being there for a few days so the person is telling me this building, multi-story building so and so was owning and this building so and so was owning and then the revolution came and everybody was penniless <laughs> all in the heart of town and suddenly everything turned overnight Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us so the thing is to be conscious of this that this is all the gift of Allah Ta'ala and everything is for Allah Ta'ala alone all the places so a person who is conscious of this Neither the car he drives, or the house he lives in, or whatever he may be wearing, or what kind of phone he may be using, or whatever his other material possessions may be, nothing will then become a source of pride, or a source of arrogance, or a source of feeling that I am somebody, nothing of that. A person's abilities and skills, he might be very proficient at something, nothing will create that pride in him, because he will be conscious. This is not mine. It's not my doing. It is not my achievement. It's only the gift of Allah. And therefore Allah alone is to be praised for it. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise is due to Allah. Allah Ta'ala Rabbil Alameen. Who is the Rabb, the nurturer, the sustainer of Alameen. All the worlds, the entire universe, and whatever number of universes they may be. One is the world of the insan, so the world of humans, then there's a world of animals, then there's a world of jinnat, then there's the world of all the creatures in the, in the oceans, then there's the world of all the whatever is in space, and whatever we cannot even imagine. And this vast universe Allah Ta'ala created, Allah Ta'ala is nurturing it. Such a vast universe that this is what insan with his limited intellect, he has now discovered that if there was some way of trying to develop some aircraft or whatever that could fly at the speed of light, speed of light, the Insan has 
very limited ways in which he can count. He'll count to million, billion, trillions. After that, his numbers finish off. So then, this was now de- they came up with the so-called theory of the speed of light. The sun is almost 150 million kilometers away from the earth. 149.6 kilometer, million kilometers away. And when the light leaves the sun, it takes 8 seconds for it to travel to reach the earth. So in 8 seconds, it travels at speed from the sun to the earth, 149.6 million mile, kilometers. Now that speed at which it travels, that 150 million kilometers in 8 seconds, if it had to travel at that speed for a whole year, that is one light year. Can we imagine what distance it will travel? In one minute, it will be almost a billion kilometers. In one minute, it will be a billion kilometers. What will be in one day? And then what will be in one year? So what it will travel in one year is one light year. And if this some aircraft could be manufactured that could travel at the speed of light, which is beyond insan, and it will take it many light years to go around the circumference of the universe, according to what they say. But they say that even that too won't be possible. Because by the time it comes to a certain point, the universe would have doubled its size. And this is something Allah has already mentioned in the Quran Sharif. That Allah says, we have created the heavens. وَإِنَّا لَمُوسِعُونَ and we'll keep expanding it. Wow. Now this entire universe, Allah Ta'ala is nurturing it. It's in all Allah Ta'ala's control. Nothing is without a purpose and object that Allah Ta'ala has created. Everything has a certain objective. And outwardly sometimes, something might seem that this is negative. In the hikmat of Allah Ta'ala, that too has a purpose. Imam Razi Rahmatullah in his very famous tafsir, tafsir kabir in the tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha, he's written one incident. That one pious person was walking along the banks of the Dajla, the Euphrates. And while walking, he sees one scorpion suddenly going at high speed. This thought crossed his mind that everything Allah has created, it is fulfilling some objective, some mission. Outwardly, whatever it may seem. But there is some purpose behind it. Now this scorpion at this moment is going at this high speed, is running at full speed. It's going somewhere, there must be some mission for it. Today let me follow it and see where it's going, what is up to. So he started following this. And it came right up to the bank of the river. When it came to the bank of the river, it stopped because it's water in front. The scorpion can't swim. But just as it came to the bank of, a river, of the river, there was this huge crab or a turtle or something that came and so to say docked at Masai. And the scorpion hopped and jumped onto its back. And this turtle or huge crab, whatever it was, started swimming across. So this person was amazed at it. He says that SubhanAllah, this seems to be this arrangement Allah Ta'ala made for the transport of the scorpion across. So there is something amazing here. He quickly hired one little boat and he followed. The scorpion is now on the back of this turtle and it's swimming at full speed. And it comes all the way across to the other end. 
And as soon as it reaches the other end, comes to the bank, the scorpion jumps off and is again running at full speed on the other end. He also follows it. He says, today I've decided I'm going to see what is the secret behind this. So he starts following it. It comes into a deep jungle. And just there, one person is lying on the ground, fast asleep. And there's a snake about to strike at him. And out of the blue, the scorpion has just reached there and it jumps at the, at the snake and it stings it in that crucial moment in such a way that the snake falls dead. Mm. Now the snake falls dead and the scorpion starts running away. And at that time, this person's eyes open. And when his eyes opened, all he saw was the scorpion running. So he thought, the scorpion nearly sting me, but I just got saved. He took a brick to now or a stone, whatever, to throw at the scorpion. So this person, pious person who was chasing behind it or running behind it to see what's going on, he quickly held his hand and he said, what are you up to? Do you realize that what has happened? What you are trying to now kill was the one that saved your life. Had it not been for that scorpion, the snake that is lying dead here would have already killed you. Now, Allah Ta'ala in His amazing system, which insan will never be able to fathom. What is the hikmat, what is the wisdom behind the various things that Allah Ta'ala has created? But everything has its purpose. Everything has its hikmat and wisdom behind it. And it is very deep. It is not within our capacity to be able to understand it all. But everything, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allah Ta'ala is controlling this entire universe, nurturing it, Allah Ta'ala is sustaining it, and everything is in this control of Allah Ta'ala. As a result, this entire system of this universe is functioning, everything is carrying on. The sun rises, it sets, the moon shines, the rains come, and the whole universe is in function. A person who ponders over this will reach the Marifat and the recognition of Allah So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this lesson that we should be reciting the Surah Al-Fatiha in every rakat, every salah, every rakat. And pondering over this and coming to this recognition. Recognizing who is our creator, who is our sustainer. And when we will recognize Allah Ta'ala, then it will bring us to the reality of Iyaka Na'bud, which we recite a little later. But if this recognition is not there, then a person will, deen will become a sideline. He will worship his desires first and Allah Ta'ala afterwards. The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Have you seen that person who has made his desires his deity? That first he sees what he desires and he will fulfill his desire first. Then if there's space for the command of Allah Ta'ala, that will, can come in also. If any worldly occupation comes in the way of his salah, that will be given preference. <coughs> Let alone any business, etc. Even if his sport comes in the way of his salah, that will be given preference. His entertainment comes in the way of his salah, that will be given preference. He desires to commit some haram, he'll just go dive into it. The command of Allah Ta'ala, later on we'll see. He is tempted to look at some haram, but he just dives into it. He's tempted to speak some haram, to use some flowery language, well, it makes him feel nice for some whatever reason, so he just goes ahead with it. He will not be concerned that what is the command of Allah Ta'ala. First will be what he desires. And then side by side, the command of Allah Ta'ala comes along, it's fine. 
Whereas if we have recognized Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, everything is dependent on the permission of Allah Ta'ala. Our very breathing, Shaykh Saadi Rahmatullahi, he says for every breath, a person has just taken in a breath, that deserves the shukr of Allah Ta'ala. That a person should be expressing gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. He allowed him to breathe. But then, he needs to breathe out also. If he breathes in and he cannot exhale, that too will be moth. That too will become death. So now to let that breath out deserves another shukar. So every breath is deserving of a person making shukar twice. And in order to express that shukar, he will have to be breathing. So it is impossible for him to fulfill the right of that shukar. Therefore, Nabi Islam taught us, Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk, anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Ya Allah, we can never thank you enough. We can never fulfill the rights of gratitude. Ya Allah, you are as you have praised yourself. So, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. The Rabb of the worlds. Everything that we can see, what we cannot see. What we know about, what we do not know about. And the universe in all its vastness. The heavens and the earth, what is beneath the earth and what is above the heavens. Everything is in the control of Allah Ta'ala. So this is a lesson we are giving our, we are reminding ourselves of in every rakat. And then Allah Ta'ala says, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahman, this means that being whose mercy is all-inclusive, extremely extensive. It includes everybody. It is due to this mercy of Rahmaniyat, Allah Ta'ala being Rahman. That in dunya, his friends eat, even his enemies eat. It is because of Allah Ta'ala being Rahman, that it is in dunya, that a person who worships Allah Ta'ala and makes sajda to him, he also sleeps. And he has a sound sleep. Sometimes. And the person who just denied Allah Ta'ala. In dunya, he also goes to sleep. In dunya, the person who is righteous, is staying away from disobedience, is staying away from sin, he also benefits from the bounties and ni'mas of Allah Ta'ala in various forms. And sometimes a person who is in the depth of sin, he also seems to be having a grand time. Because dunya is dunya, but it is this Rahmaniyat, Allah Ta'ala being Rahman, that he allows everybody to have a share of dunya. But then will come Akhirat, Allah Ta'ala is Rahim. Rahim means that being whose mercy is very intensive and complete. In dunya, we are not capable of having the complete Rahmat. Because in dunya, dunya is a place which is mixed with everything. There is happiness, there is grief, there is health, there is sickness, there is prosperity, there is poverty also. A person in the lap of luxury also, also has some fears, some anxieties, something or the other is worrying him too. There is nobody that is totally at ease, can be the king, can be a pauper, can be a person, whoever he may be. person is enjoying the best of meal, the most luxurious food. But even at that moment too, there is one little thing that is niggling in his mind, I hope this, I don't suffer from indigestion. He's eating away, 
But that too, there's some sense of uneasiness. I hope that I don't overeat now. I hope this, now somebody is now diabetic, now he's enjoying it, but at the same time he's worried what his sugar levels are going to be now. <laughs> so this is dunya, this is a whole mixture. So we cannot fully encompass the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala in this dunya. The place of that is akhirat. Akhirat is where Allah Ta'ala's rah- his raham, being rahim, will be manifested. They, the enemies of Allah Ta'ala will be excluded. Because they had the chance in dunya to come back to Allah Ta'ala. But a person, despite all the chances and all the respite, whole life went by and a person did not come back, now it's too late. But they, those who are the true servants of Allah Ta'ala, who went with Iman, now they will benefit from this Raham of Allah Ta'ala, this mercy. Where they will now get Jannat, where there is only happiness. There's no grief. There's only comfort. There's no discomfort. There is no, even the name of any pain, any anxiety, any worry, anything, nothing of the sort. There's only enjoyment. That is where the complete rahmat of Allah Ta'ala will be manifested. Now in this Surah Al-Fatiha, it's Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, all praise due to Allah Ta'ala. And then Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, the most beneficent, the most merciful, and then Maliki Yawmiddin, and then after Iyakan Abdu, Iyakan Asta'in till the end, only Allah Ta'ala's mercy and all-encompassing mercy is being spoken to, spoken about. And the message in this is, Allah Ta'ala's doors of mercy are open. <coughs> insan is insan, he is weak, we will make mistakes, we will falter, we will fall, we will slip. But Allah Ta'ala has kept the doors of mercy wide open. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. As long as there's life, there's hope. But once life is gone, now it's too late. But as long as there's life, there's hope. No matter what a person may be, what he may have slipped into, what he may have done, Allah Ta'ala's mercy is beyond the mercy of all the mothers of the world put together. A time comes sometimes a mother, despite being the mother and the intense love that a mother has, but sometimes that mother is also driven to a limit, she says to the son, you are no more my son, don't come back, I will have nothing to do with you. So what limit this must have driven that mother to? That a mother, despite what love she has, she will tolerate so much. But it has come to a point where she is not prepared to now even allow this, this uh, person being called her son. Yet Allah Ta'ala says, my door of mercy is open all the time. Whatever you've done, doors of my mercy are forever open. But come, we have to take the step. Person takes the step, Allah Ta'ala's mercy comes rushing to him. He holds, lifts his hands up in sincere tawbah and before he can even complete that tawbah sincerely, Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness has already reached him. But we have to take that step. We have to move towards Allah Ta'ala. So the Surah Al-Fatiha is something we recite in every rakat, every salah, day in and day out. And every day we are being given this message, we reminding ourselves of this message. Every day, numerous times a day. Reminding ourselves of this message, starting off with Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. I am nobody, I am nothing. I am not worthy of anything. I am not worthy of any praise. Allah alone is worthy of every praise. And therefore I have to be the humble servant of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala loves this humility. Allah Ta'ala loves those who humble themselves. Man tawada'a lillah rafa'ahullah. 
the person who humbles himself for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala elevates him. So this is that lesson. Every rakat of every salah we're reminding ourselves. And then this raham of Allah Ta'ala, this mercy of Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala is the nurturer, He is the sustainer, He is the nourisher. This whole universe is in His control. And therefore I go to worship Allah alone. And I have to submit myself to Allah alone. Whatever will please my Rabb, that is what I'm going to do. What I want, what my desire is, that is all nothing. That doesn't mean anything. What will please Allah? Because He's created me. He's sustaining me. He has nourished me. And I'm surviving only with His mercy. As the times that we live in, somebody very nicely put it, that it is amazing if a person is surviving. It's not something shocking that a person, something happened to him. It's amazing that nothing happened to him. The type of conditions that are prevailing, the kind of situations that surround us, that is something that's amazing. That we're still surviving. We're surviving only with the grace of Allah Ta'ala. So this requires that constant shukar and that constant recognition of Allah Ta'ala. And to get that marifat and recognition, we have to ponder over this. Surround, think about it. Think about what Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with in our own selves. Don't you ponder within yourselves what Allah Ta'ala has blessed you with, Allah Ta'ala is saying to us. So this pondering over this grace and this mercy of Allah Ta'ala and making the sincere tawbah, coming back to Allah Ta'ala, this will grant us, obviously coming back to Allah Ta'ala, bringing this entire deen alive in our lives. Our ibadat, our mu'amalat, our monetary dealings coming right, our mu'asharat, our social life according to the way of deen, our akhlaq and character, the akhlaq and character that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught, bringing all the branches of deen alive, shunning sin and the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, coming on the way of life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This has the guarantee of the happiness and the success of dunya also, and obviously the everlasting and ultimate success is in the hereafter. فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَانِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَازِ Allah Ta'ala says, the one who has been saved from the fire of Jahannam, and he has been entered into Jannah, he is the successful one. He has indeed attained success. Because on that day, on the day of Qiyamah, in the Qabr, nothing else will count. All a person's achievements of dunya will all be left behind. All whatever he had acquired in dunya will all be behind. What will go along is Iman and his A'mal, his righteous actions. And all his actions will go along. Good, then the good will benefit him. And bad, that will become a problem for him. So this is what we have to aspire for, to become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala, to become the true followers of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that will bring us the happiness and the good of dunya and of akhirat as well. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين وصوتوا لنفسه بذكر إن شاء الله أن نبدو عن فيكم
Everything has been taken out and thrown out. <coughs> and in Allah, there is this nur that is descending in the heart and which is filling the heart and brightening it. This is the love of Allah. Tara. لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله 
Allah. Allah is the arrogance of Allah. Allah is the love of dunya, ya Allah. Allah is the love of ego, ya Allah. Allah is full of our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Allah is full of our hearts with compassion and kindness, ya Allah. Full of our hearts with humility, ya Allah. Allah is full of our hearts, ya Allah, with forgiveness, ya Allah. Allah is full of our hearts with all the beautiful qualities, ya Allah. Allah grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah is the ya Allah, grant us the beautiful way of life of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah is ya Allah, grant us the love of his sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to live the life of his sunnah, ya Allah. Remove the ways of the Yahud and Nasara from our lives, ya Allah. Allah is ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifai, kabila, ajila, mustalifra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of the illness, ya Allah. Allah, those on any kind of hardships and difficulties, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Allah, those on financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Allah, those on any kind of anxiety, worries, sorrow, grief, ya Allah, depression, Allah, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Grant them happiness, ya Allah. Allah, you console the hearts, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have, ya Allah, gathered, ya Allah. You are the Lord, each one needs, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. You grant the needs of each one, ya Allah. All those who have raised their hands to this dua, ya Allah, fulfill all their highest aspirations. Ya Allah, fulfill all the needs of the ghayb, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Those who have asked us to make dua for them, Allah grant them the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those who have passed away, fill their covers with nur, Ya Allah. Allah make their complete maqfirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah take us on iman and kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah make our cover gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant the shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah give us Jannah to free those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah you grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Allah enable us to perform our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Allah grant us such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make your zikr daily, Ya Allah. Allah enable us to beg of you daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us all the good that Rasulullah prayed for, Ya Allah. Allah, we seek refuge from all the things that the peace Prophet sought refuge from, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-alim al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabihi al-ma'in wa alhamdulillah